You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. Hello, Internet, and welcome to another Tadpog podcast. It's a show. It's a weekly show. A weekly show. Once a week. Where two old guys play old games. And that is literally what we're doing on our latest list, where we are playing alphabetically through the games on the NES Classic, brought to you by Treasure Goblin Master Mold, Mike Lanham. Sponsored by. Sponsored by. He's a sponsor. That's, that's totally straight up true. Yeah, he's a sponsor. He's a, yeah, he, yeah he's a sponsor. <laughs> that's just, he just is. And Him and Alex. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, we are now in the Ks, and we are playing today. Mm-hmm. Well, we played it, and we're going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Kirby's Adventure. I technically played it today. That's just fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like one in the morning, but I played it. Yeah. Your your screen cap was so good when My I saw cap? about Kirby's Adventure, or your the video of your oh Twitch the clip stream. on yeah. Twitch. Yeah, I'll talk about that. Warm, warm my cold Grinchly heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was sweet. Your heart grew three times that day. But I'm your beard host, Tyler, and we do have. I think we have another another sponsor. Oh, who, we do. Who wanted to feed the spicy boys, and that is Padawan Joey Webster. <laughs> right. As I'm very excited about this because you, I think you told me about this. The Fuego box. The Fuego box. Yeah. The so Fuego box. So he had one shipped very quickly to us. So we could get it in time to do it for the show. They are not our sponsor. No, but they are not. If they wanted to be, like, we're pretty good for it. Yeah, we are pretty good for it. We're a pretty good. We're a pretty good fit. I feel like so. Um, but I'm not gonna reach out to them. So if other, if all like a whole bunch of people want to reach out to them, that'd be oh, cool. Yep, <laughs> I'm for that. I have not looked in this yet, so I'm gonna open this up. All right, and see inside of it. What is it? I have opened it. I know it's in there. I'm just gonna let it be a secret. It's the I'll for see. you. We at Fuego Box appreciate having you as a customer and hope your holidays are full of delicious food slathered in mind-blowing hot sauce. All right, because in here I see, all right, this hot sauce. Oh, that is very exciting because I've seen this all over Reddit. You've seen that hot sauce? Yes, this hot sauce in particular all over the R Hot Peppers subreddit. I didn't know that was a subreddit. Everyone talks about this, this sauce. What is it? The Pex Peppers Painapple Reaper and Pineapple Hot Sauce. Did you say painal? <laughs> also a subreddit. <laughs> Painapple. And it is a hornet that is half red and half uh, black and white striped. Yeah, I've heard that this is one of the hottest premix sauces you can get. I'm I'm really? very, very excited to try this. Okay, let's do it. So let me... Pex Peppers Painapple will show you just how flavorful extremely hot sauce can be. We combine pineapple, wild honey, and reaper chili pepper to bring you the ultimate flavor in super hot chili sauces. There is a sw- slightly sweet and mega spicy hot sauce. Mega spicy. Mega spicy. Mega, 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 mega spicy. <laughs> Taste the flavor of painapple. Goes great on everything. Pizza, pork, and just yeah, just use it on everything. Be careful. This is very hot. Is that what it says? Yep. Pizza pork. Just use it on everything. It's fine. Use it on everything. Put it, put it in fucking, your soda. Fucking put up your ass, motherfucker. <laughs> pain on everything. <laughs> Literally pain. Pineapple pine. Pineapple pineal. 
Be careful, it's very hot. Peck Zippers is not liable for the misuse of this hot sauce, even if it tastes great. Please refrigerate after opening. And it is on 11 out of 10, mouth on fire spicy, on the max of their peckspeppers.com scale. So it's the spiciest? Yes. Okay, cool. I'm ready to try it. Um, so I have a question, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or rather just a statement. How about that? Uh, I'll do it Dave style. It'll be a statement, not a question. <laughs> um, that stuff doesn't scare me. Like the, like, like... I don't get scared by like the labels that are like they always seem like zany comedians or something. Where it's like, <laughs> watch out, this is really good burn your butthole. <laughs> and then they have like zany like labels and stuff. Mm-hmm. Those don't scare me anymore because I've seen those for like ever, like mm-hmm. since I was a child. What scares me are like the very generic looking ones that hot just sauce. right that just say <laughs> hot on it. And it's like, oh god, I don't know about that one. <laughs> they don't have any imagery of like a skull and crossbones. We don't need to dance for your approval, motherfucker. Hot sauce. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's actually just a bunch of dead flies around it. <laughs> They're not on the label. They're literally just dead from the, the emanating capsaicin. So I have some plain triscuits for us to try the pineapple on. Triscuits. All right. Okay. Oh, no, no little nozzle on this to limit how much comes out. No nozzle. Full, full on. It smells, yeah. I can smell it from here. Yeah. Jesus. That's a big old dot you put on there. And I almost destroyed our soundboard with a <laughs> almost entirely full Monster Energy drink. Okay. Because this stuff looks... does smell hot. Mm, it looks sort of like the uh, Mayploy chill, uh, sweet chili sauce. Mayploy? Oh, that's the, like the the best sweet chili sauce. Oh yeah, I love Mayploy. <sighs> okay, you ready? I've got this. This is this has some build up for me because I've seen it advertised for so long. Okay, yeah, yeah, like advertise on Reddit and stuff. I feel like they have a they have a Reddit account where they'll comment. I got you. But yeah, Subversive. I see a lot of people talking about it. <laughs> okay. All right. Ready? Yep. Let's do it. That is hot. It's good. It is good. It is sweet. Mm-hmm. I'm not usually... Uh, oh, fuck. You got milk? Nope. No. <laughs> oh, man, it's letting me hiccup. Yeah? Yeah. I This is fucking hot. It is. It's good. It's good. It is really good. Man, I got to get a Fuego box subscription. <sighs> oh, man. I've thought about it. And then with the uh, the gift set that my sister and future brother-in-law got me, mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm, like, almost convinced. I was like... Not only was that like the best gift like my sister's ever given me in my life, but it's also like the best marketing for Fuego Box ever. Would you like another Trisket? Uh, no, I'm okay. You're a stronger man than I. No, I'm just like I don't know. I'm just like eating a whole bunch of hot shit <laughs> <laughs> every day. Don't like Triscuits. Every day. Mm. Every day I eat hot sauce. Every day. It's supposed to be a good diet technique too. Is it? Mm-hmm. That's how I keep my girlish figure. Yeah. <laughs> like you don't eat as much of it, and there's things about it. I doubt it actually higher, you know, heightens your metabolism, but. No, it does. I Like, every time I eat hot sauce, like, I feel like a chakra gate opening. So, like, mm. I've got, like, 4,000 of them open. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make me stronger. It just makes me, like, it just makes me, like, immune to disease. <laughs> I mean, so you haven't gotten sick yet in the flu apocalypse. Yeah, everyone's sick. Their city. Everyone, well, no, I will be sick though. Uh, Nikki was throwing up yesterday, stomach bug that I think she picked up from Henry, uh, which I managed to avoid when he had it. But uh, she came down with it pretty bad. Oh, there's one other thing in this Fuego box. What is that? Miniature really? soaps. Mini- it does look like miniature hotel soap. Oh man, my tongue is fucking on fire from that. Mm. I feel like that might be the hottest sauce I've had next to 
Like the Reaper chips. Yo, the Reaper chips. The Reaper chips were hotter than that. Mm. That we that we. Reaper, they're hotter. Yes, I feel like this is the closest thing I've had to that. But the Reaper chips. I think the only reason those chips were hotter were because there was just so much dust on those chips. Like those are those mm. chips were designed for like when you bite into them to just explode to fuck you up. dust in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's I mean, what it seriously. Did. That's what it did. Because, I mean, there wasn't like... It Peter North into my mouth yeah, as soon as you yeah. got into no, it. No, there wasn't a millimeter of my mouth that wasn't full of uh, hot powder. Hot powder is actually the porn parody of powder. I don't know if you knew that or not. Hot powder. Mm. They didn't try very hard. So an albino guy comes in your mouth. Yeah, right. <laughs> Willie Peach Chocolate Coco Loco. Dark chocolate with coffee beans infused with Carolina Reaper... Scorpion and ghost peppers topped with sea salt. Let's do it. A this Fuego box exclusive. This can't be that hot. It's chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it doesn't like it doesn't like dark chocolate cut spiciness. It probably does. And there's no way it's gonna be hotter than that hot sauce. Oh yeah, no way. It smells good. It smells like oh, it spicy does smell coffee. Very good. Mm-hmm. Oh man, because my favorite coffee on Mayan mocha. That's super good. I'm getting heat off it I way later. Yeah, but. Yeah, it is late, but it is good. It is good chocolate. And it is, and there is heat. Oh. There is heat to it. Oh, man. Look at the chocolate has to melt off at first, mm-hmm. and then you get that. And that salt really helps, mm-hmm. too. That is complex and mm-hmm. very, very good. Mm-hmm. I don't normally like dark chocolate. I like a poor man's fake-ass milk chocolate. <laughs> or, God forbid, a white chocolate. I, I like white chocolate. I get a lot of shit for that, because I do like white chocolate. I mean, it's not chocolate. No, but it's, it, it technically it is not chocolate. But it's still a thing that you yeah, can eat. It's true. <laughs> oh, hey, man, man, what's your favorite kind of chocolate? Barbecue big glaze. <laughs> <laughs> God, when those first came out, man, when they were KC Masterpiece mm-hmm. Bake Glaze. Mm. Shit. Dude, I can still eat an entire bag. Mm-hmm. Like a like a real bag. You know, not like the one of the little single serving bags. Oh like yeah. A big, like a big bag. That's the only chip that I can eat by itself and not have to have like a sandwich or something beside. Oh man, I oh, can Oh man. I can do I can do that. I can do how about the original? Can you do or is it specifically for you the barbecue bake Just the barbecue. Like the plain ones. Uh huh. I need uh I can I can do a whole bag if I have dip. Uh if I have like sour cream and onion dip, but like just a bag of chips. I've never been like a guy who just sister eats a bag of chips. Yeah. But it's oh, a separate bake lays. Oh, I can eat. I can eat a bag of chips. Mm. So can all of my children. We go through so <laughs> many, so many goddamn bags of chips. Here at the chip house. <laughs> mm. So you're not gonna have uh, Choco Chica oh, that would, try this? Oh, that would kill her. This would absolutely kill her. Like <laughs> I'm trying to think of like anything like what is it? Uh, this um Arabiata pasta sauce that has like just the slightest hint of red pepper flakes in it. Like she will freak out over how hot that is. Like they, none of them like anything remotely spicy. So if I were to take a bite out of that, oh, she would melt down. She would, she would cry and maybe never speak to me again. You don't want to give her the option. And what if it's her decision? I mean, what if, what if it's going to make her internet famous? <laughs> <laughs> well, it'll have to make us internet famous first. Oh no, she needs to get. No, no, no. She needs to get. We're we'll on her coat. Right? Yeah. Exactly. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Oh, man, Joey, thank you. Yeah, man, that thank was you. really good. Fuego Box lives up to its name. That was really good. Man, mm-hmm. I am so glad I could. I did not think I'd get to try that. I've looked at the website. It's always sold out for those Pex Pepper, that sauce. What I want to try is um, Ben Carruth told me about that uh, Pepper X yeah. hot sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I guess is from that uh, that show, Hot Ones. Is that a show? Oh, it's yeah. A show. Jacob, a lo- Jacob loves that. I've yeah. never seen that, but I've heard about it. Uh, but apparently it's from Hot Ones, and uh, it's supposed to be... It's supposed to be re- like ludicrous hot. 
Awesome. <laughs> yeah, and I want to I want to try some. I think he's going to bring some to the Louisville Arcade Expo. Oh hell yeah! AKA Tad Bogbrom. So I don't know if I can wait. I've been tempted. It's like twenty bucks. I've been tempted to just pick mm. up pick up a bottle anyway because yeah. I know it'll last me. You know, yeah. a twenty dollar bottle, like a regular size bottle of hot sauce, will last me three weeks. Yeah. So yeah, I know it'll last. Approximately ten tacos. No man, more tacos <laughs> than that. I do like um, well. It's probably about 15 tacos. I eat about five tacos a week is what I'm averaging. Okay. It's pretty good. It's yeah. not bad. It's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, and man. then I use them on burritos, too. You know those, like, shitty, like, dollar burritos? Fuck yeah. yeah. I Fuck use, yes. Like, I, I coat those motherfuckers with hot sauce because it's like, I can't taste how horrible it is if I put a quarter of a bottle on here. <laughs> that's, like, that's why I think Melissa likes spicy stuff because she is very much a, a taster. Oh, yeah? So, like, if there's something that she doesn't like, mm-hmm. and she but she has to eat it, like... If the kids all want it, she doesn't want to get something, you know, by herself. She has to eat whatever. She'll always put hot, something hot on it because she will say, like, heat makes up for a lot of distaste. Yeah. Yeah, you can cover up a lot with heat. Mm-hmm. I'm not a taster. And I think that's why I like hot, like, why I like spicy food so much because it's just like, that I can, that I can taste. Mm-hmm. Like, that is, I know people don't consider spicy a flavor, but I do. It's, I, I agree with you. Because it it's like, it bothers be. me sometimes when it's like, People are like, oh, yeah, I like hot sauce, but I don't like it just for the heat. I want the flavor. And it's like, I get that. And I'm, I understand that. But I, I just want the heat, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm, but, man. <sighs> you going to make it? Yeah, I'm all right. You're good. You I'm look not, good. You're not I'm, hiccuping. Or... I'm, I'm not hiccuping. That's, that's the... Yeah. That's the danger zone. That's the sign. That's the yeah. sign that you've gone too far. You've Thelma and Louise. That's like, close. I, feel, I felt it coming for a second, but, yeah, it's gone. I don't see you sweating or anything. I got some. I got some runs. Yeah, coming out of which hole? Well, <laughs> all of them. I know the other one is going to be very soon. All the spicy holes. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? Hey, I'm Dave. Yeah. Uh, what's up, Internet? I'm Dave, and um, I am here. <laughs> I'm here to say that uh, <laughs> I love hot sauce in a major way. Uh, we've got. Uh, <laughs> we've got. This is a weird start to a show. It's very, very weird. Yeah. Uh, very, very weird, and I don't know why. Uh, we've got – so sorry for the weirdness. We've got – a long time ago on this show, we talked about creepypasta a really long time ago mm-hmm. when Nicole was on. This was probably when we were recording in the NX2, and um, I know we shared some creepypasta stories. I have a real-life creepypasta that was told to me by my wife, my wife, Nikki. <laughs> uh, this legitimately freaked her out. Uh, I love it. And this all started because one of the blankets fell off of the, the couch the other day, and it was straight up like I made a joke where it's like, oh, that's just our, that's just our house ghost. And the moment I said that, like her eyes got wide, and she's like, let me tell you a story. I was like, all right, tell me a story. Tell me a story about a ghost. Uh, what are your experiences with ghosts? She said, so this is her story, and I did get permission to tell this on the show, unlike when she farted and I thought someone knocked on the door. <laughs> <laughs> um, which she hasn't brought up to me. Everyone's been very cool with not mentioning that to her. Good job. Good job being a bro, Tapog Nation. So I'm just going to say it again. <laughs> just attempt me. Just to remind everyone yeah, that probably just, forgot. Just let's remind everybody who, yeah, exactly, who might have forgotten that uh, recently Nikki farted and I thought someone knocked on the door because that's what it sounded like. So she no told No one wants to be your worst enemy yet. No, I know. It's great. <laughs> So the other night, um, she tucked Henry in, and um, I think this is on a recording night because I wasn't there. And she tucks him in, 
And we normally have, we normally keep, keep his closet light on. We don't have a night light in there, but we've got like a, like a closet door with like the, you know, the, like the wooden slats in it. I don't know mm-hmm. what we call that. But so a little bit of light, when we leave the light on in the closet, some of it, you know, comes out into his room so he can see. So that's just set, setting the scene a little bit. She's tucking him in and um, he looks at her and he says, mommy, I'm down there. And she just kind of looks at him like, what? Hmm. And he looks at her again and says, Mommy, I'm down there. And she looks, and he's pointing under the crib. Uh, she says, what do you mean you're down there? I'm down there. And, and he points. And she does not want to look under the crib. So like, she's like already getting freaked out. Like, <laughs> so she's like, uh, well, okay. Um, Good luck with that. Bye. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, she's like trying to look for a way out. And then like he gives her the out, and he says, Mommy, turn the closet light off, please. And she's like, okay, I will turn the closet light off. It's a rare request. He never <laughs> wants the light off. So she she opens the closet door. She turns the light off. And then he immediately says, this is just him being him. Mommy, turn the light on. <laughs> so she turns it back on. She says, okay, good night. I've tucked you in. I love you. I'll see you tomorrow. Um, and she opens the door. And when she opens the door, Henry says, goodbye, both of you. <laughs> 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 Damn. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, so she's telling the story. And I was like, you just got trolled. Our son straight up trolled you. He read your reaction when he said, Mommy, I'm down there. And was like, I know it's going to get her. When she opens the door, I'm going to say, Goodbye, both of you. <laughs> That's pretty good. The other, only other explanation I can have is that maybe he was drunk. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> he does put him back like yeah. his nightcap. Yeah, he's he gets he gets pretty drunk. <laughs> pretty pretty easy. He's a lightweight. <laughs> it's good. It's good to get him baby drunk. It's very inexpensive. He does eat um speaking of we had hot sauce, he does eat hot sauce with me. Uh he was dipping some lettuce in the hot sauce. Harvard mm-hmm. retail. Yeah. Oh, did I say that on the you show? Did. Sorry, I'm repeating <laughs> I'm repeating babby stories. Sorry about that, everybody. That's what we do. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like those are just the stories I have now. You know, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, like yeah. when we first started this. Like, I had stories about like shitting myself and stuff like that, and it's like that well done run dry <laughs> <Yeah>. years ago. <laughs> Only thing I got to talk about now work. I, I will be finger blasting any more twenty five year olds. <laughs> it's all about it's all well. Baby hold fam. on, hold on. Let's not give up. <laughs> that sounds like quitting words, and I don't like that one bit. All my stories now are like work, streaming. Or Henry stories. Like, yeah. that's it. There's nothing in there. Unless, like, I get in a car accident or something. You know, unless there's, like, an emergency situation. <laughs> when we start having to do that for, for numbers. Oh, yeah. Like, swerving off the road. Yeah. Yeah. Picking up hitchhikers just to see what happens. Just <laughs> <laughs> hey, just mister. Just getting a Tinder profile just for, just for stories. Oh, yeah. Just, oh, just for the goofs. <laughs> yeah, just for the goofs. I'm going to go to that weird bathroom I saw with the hole in the wall. You know, just for goofs. <laughs> and yeah, it, looks like, it looks like a quality, but they have good toilet paper yeah, there. That's just, where I go. Just to see what happens. <laughs> They've got the weirdest wet toilet paper in the world. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that I just love it when it's clearly been wet and then dried out and then yeah. run back onto the roll. Love it. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, oh, yeah, it's, it's the best. The best. <laughs> And it's weird because right above the hole, it just says "don't." Uh, it just says "wiping station." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you call that glory hole, but uh, there's no glory in it. <laughs> the inglory hole. The inglorious. <laughs> the hole. inglorious hole. Yeah, that's what it is. All holes must be licked. <laughs> also, I have a very exciting news. Uh-huh. More exciting than my son trolling my wife, uh, and that is I beat 
Kid Icarus. That was that was some that was pretty fucking awesome to see, and that was fun. Mm-hmm. But uh, I knew that was going to happen. Like that was one where it's like this is a hard game, but like I know like it's it's well crafted. I know if I put my mind to it, I could beat this. So I beat that on the Tadpog Twitch stream, uh, and then something else happened that I totally didn't expect. Uh, I beat the fucking second quest of Ghosts and Goblins. <laughs> Finally. Mm-hmm. It's Finally. Happening. It is yes, it's <laughs> happening. Um yeah, right. I forgot about that clip. That's what I repeat like over and over and over it's again. Happening, it's, it's happening, happening, it's, it's happening, happening, it's happening, it's happening, it's happening. <laughs> it did happen. Um and because of that, my my official personal theme song for that weekend was P. Diddy's Bad Boy for Life. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I apologize to everybody in my household who heard that like for at least at least an hour a day for the weekend. I mean, sh- straight up beating those two games, I feel like that makes you an, an NES heavyweight. Like that's that's some impressive shit. I gotta start speed running Ghosts and Goblins. Now, yeah, you do. Clearly, uh-huh. so that's the only thing. God, that's, that's the only that's thing left. left. You. I know. It's like I think got... the fourth thing you'll start talking about is speed running Ghosts and Goblins. I know. Yeah, I've got four things I can talk about exactly, <laughs> uh, and then I'll start playing Silver Surfer. And oh fuck! <laughs> I am super tempted to play that game, man. Now. Uh, I'll be horrible at it. I mean, that that Silver Surfer is like not only is it like punishingly hard, uh, but it's also not a genre I'm good at. It's just it's absolute bullshit. Like yeah. I've I tried that game for every like five ten minutes. It is yeah. Fucking, oh yeah, same here. Dumb. Yeah, same here. But I'm I'm dumb and I'm dumb, so I'm a good match for it uh, because <laughs> I like things when people are like, oh, you'll never finish that. I'll show you, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I, will, I will finish Silver Surfer. That is not a commitment. I'd like to put a little asterisk behind there. That is not a commitment for me to, to finish Silver Surfer. Not official Surfer. commitment. Yeah, not yet. Dave does not approve of this message. You want to talk about uh, talk about this Kirby Kirby's Adventure thing? <laughs> yes. I would love to talk about Kirby's Adventure this, this, thing. This adventurous thing? Yeah, I do. It is very adventurous. I'm not going to ask you if you heard it. Just like, you want to read it? Did I hear, do I want to read from Wikipedia? Do you want to read from Wikipedia? We can, you can ask me if I heard it. Did you hear that, Dave? I miss it. Yeah, I miss, yeah, I complained okay. about it, but okay. I miss it. Yeah, okay. I do. I miss it. We got like no segue into it anymore, That's true. and that is that is not a good scene. Yeah, we just have we can just have awkward silence if you want. Yeah, you're just you just feel here. like there's no other barrier. Like the only thing you can say is the read from Wikipedia. Like it's the only way out. Yeah, like it's the only way the conversation. Like we we'll just sit progress. there in silence and just. <sighs> I read something on Wikipedia today. Would you like to hear it? Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> of course, I hear that. <laughs> of course, I hear that meek um, apology from me. <laughs> Uh, which, of course, leads into a section that we like to call uh, Dave Reads from Wikipedia. Okay, guys. Kirby's Adventure is a 1993 action platform video game developed by HAL Laboratory. It was developed in a laboratory by Malcolm's dad. That makes perfect sense. No. Uh, and it's published by Nintendo for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Uh, it is the second game in the Kirby series after his debut on the Game Boy, uh, and it's the first to include the copy ability, um, which that ability shows up in every Kirby game, as far as I know. Uh, well, I should, not Kirby's Dream Course, because that doesn't count. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, nope. Like, even as a video game. <laughs> 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 that is honestly, like, that was developed for uh, Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> Kirby Stream course was <laughs> like it was it, Malcolm's dad invented that to torture people <laughs> in um, just the worst prison, like Sleepwalking Hal. Yeah, invented that. 
Uh, yeah, sleepwalking out. Uh, it is uh, the only, Kirby's Adventure is the only NES game in the Kirby series, uh, which was released on the NES. And it came out fucking late on I the NES. I have no idea how late this came oh, out. Oh, boy. I remember seeing commercials for... Uh, Kirby's Adventure when I was a kid uh, and thinking they still make Nintendo they mm. still make I called it a Nintendo they still make Nintendo games uh, <laughs> as opposed to a Super Nintendo mm. because like the Super Nintendo at this point had been out I think for like two years two years yep uh, so that is I thought that was nuts and never played it I never played this game I, honestly up until I played it for the show I kind of thought it was just a port of Kirby's Dream Land ah. it's not it is not at all. It's very. It's I shouldn't say very different, but you know, it, there's variations on that on that formula. Uh, the game centers around Kirby. He travels across Dreamland to repair the Star Rod after King DDD, the Big Penguin Boy, mm-hmm. as we mm-hmm. like to call him, uh, breaks it apart and gives the pieces to his minions. Um, yeah, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Yeah, yeah. So that's it. That's it. I mean, it. That's it. Oh, I also want to because uh, people asked us. About last episode, yeah. Did Kid Icarus belong on the the NES Classic? Yeah, I had that as like a corrections segment. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because Douglas, uh, Douglas, formerly a better made, uh, called us out, uh, rightfully so, and said we forgot a segment, mm-hmm. one of his favorite segments. I think he said, which is at the end, we just say, "Does this game belong in the NES Classic?" So let's do that right now uh-huh. for Kid Icarus. Yep, Tyler, does. Kid Icarus belong in the NES Classic. Yeah, what do you absolutely, think? absolutely. Yes? Yep, absolutely. Why do you think so? Because it is, I feel like it is, it's different, mm-hmm. it's well done, it's prolific on the Nintendo, there's nothing else really like it and that I've seen. better than Balloon Fight. It's better, it is, yeah, <laughs> it's better than Balloon Fight. Um, And, I don't know, man, maybe better than, maybe better than Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Jr. I know I'm going to get some hate for that, yeah. but... I mean, those are those are arcade classics, but I don't know, man. Kid Icarus, I agree with you. I think that mm-hmm. belongs on the mm-hmm. NES Classic. The only ones, I, honestly, I haven't I haven't had a game yet on the NES Classic that I don't think belongs on there. Ice Climbers? I, you say you thought it would? Thought it did? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I remember. I, I remember. I remember what you said. I remember. I don't think it. I think it should be, but I, I don't think Ice Climber is the strongest game on there. No, I think it could have been. Uh, here, I think this is what I said about it. Let's play a game called uh, Dave Tries to Remember What He Said About a Thing a couple weeks ago. The game we all lose. Uh, Yeah, I know, right? Uh, You know, I'll roll back the Ice Climber tape, and we'll get to the bottom of it. Here's what I probably said about Ice Climber. Um, Something better could have been on there. Yep. Yeah. and I I I feel like you're right. Something better could have been on there. I feel like you were right in that you said that, and I completely agree with you. (laughs) All right. So maybe I was wrong. Ice Climber doesn't belong on there. But do you want to fly you want to go ahead and do Kirby's Adventure? You want to get that out there so we don't forget it, or do we yeah. make it? Or we make a note right here to make sure we don't. No, forget it's fine. It? We can do it later. No, we got it. What do you think about? What do you think about Kirby? What did you think about Kirby's Adventure? Do you think it belongs on? I think this is one the of NES the list. crowning achievements of the NES. So it absolutely really? bl- belongs on the list. All right, tell me why. I like. I, I mean, I agree with you. I don't know if it's. I don't know if I would call it a crowning achievement, mm-hmm. but I do think it definitely belongs on the NES Classic. Because I feel like this. It's late in the NES lifespan. Yeah. Uh, from what. Uh, I was I was reading up about it. It's basically the swan song for the NES. So at this point, they had perfected working with this hardware, mm. and I think it shows. It is the largest NES mm-hmm. cartridge. I mean, not physically. I mean, it, it, like, it's, it's a it giant. Three times the right? size. It's like a vinyl record. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to get this in my NES. Yeah, it's a special adapter to play. It. Right. It was made for the new NES. 
Uh, which if Nintendo <laughs> followed uh, their conventions that they do now, back then, there totally would have been a new Nintendo Entertainment System with an <laughs> yep. e- one extra button that is necessary to play like four games. Uh, yep. God. <laughs> I hate the new 3DS bullshit. Like yep. that bugged the fuck Just out of me. Just a little nubbin up there. You need it. <laughs> you need, well, oh, you don't need it for some games, but they will be impossible to play without it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it'll run. It'll run. <laughs> the whole like mid console cycle thing, I'm not a fan of. No, I don't. Oh, yeah. not at all. Not, not at all. This I don't like it. Xbox One X. Don't yeah, like no, it. No, no. Don't fuck like that. it. Fuck that shit. But the way this game looks, the way it sounds, yeah. Uh, the way the way it plays, I think it's innovative. The only complaint that I really have about it is that it's. I feel like it's too easy. It's a yeah. It's a bit of a baby game. Which at, at the same time. For me, that's a little bit of a welcome change from yeah. the normal... From Ghosts and Goblins yeah. and Kid Icarus and... The way yeah. most Nintendo games are. Like, right. this is a nice, like... This game's just fun. It's not frustrating or, yep. or taxing. It's just... It's fucking fun. Um, I finished the game, but I haven't 100%ed it. Mm-hmm. I would like to do that. I'm very close to doing it. Uh, but I needed to go to bed last night. Uh, and the the some of the... Finding some of the secrets is hard. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like if there is a challenge in Kirby's Adventure, that is the challenge, finding the secrets. Because mm-hmm. there are some that are very obtuse um, that I probably would have taken me, you know, a lot longer if I hadn't been getting help. Because uh, I was in your stream when Ego Ego Guy Games was telling you about, like, having to spit a warp star onto a warp star to make the warp star despawn. Yeah. Pass. Like, that's kind of shit I would have never. But, yeah, and that's not part, that's that's to uh, find an Easter egg, which uh, is really cool. Mm-hmm. And I never, I never would have found this without somebody telling me. But, yeah, you're exactly right. You had to, like, despawn a warp star in one of the first levels of the game. Uh, and when you despawn that warp star, you can walk past it. And the Easter egg is a is a room that spells out how H A L in blocks, and that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. That's your Easter egg. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I thought it was kind of cool, <laughs> but neat. I would have been okay missing neat. it. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> neat is very very what neat with a period uh, is very apt description. Uh, but yeah, I didn't th- – and w- something that I thought was interesting is he told me that uh, that Easter egg has reappeared in like every Kirby game mm-hmm. since. So that's cool. I like – I feel like that's one of Nintendo's strengths is kind of building a tradition around their games uh, without being like uh, encumbered by those traditions that they make. Yep. Because it's like – I mean if I miss a Howl room in a Kirby game – uh, it's not the end of the world, but it's cool, you know. It's, <laughs> it's cool like, that it's oh, there. yeah, it's a thing yeah, that's yeah, in yeah. every game. That's 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 neat. It's like the Chris Houlihan room in uh, Link to the Past. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> but this, so when I was playing through this, is like, I feel have I played this one before? And I think what I had played was uh, Kirby's Nightmare in Dreamland for the DS, which is a remake. Mm-hmm. I think that's uh, Game Boy Advance. Yep. Uh, they did a 3DS remake, I think, um, which because they re-released this game like twice. Uh, the first time was yeah, Nightmare in Dreamland, and uh, f- from what I, I've never played it, but from what I've heard, it's pretty much the same game, but they they make a few changes to it. Yeah, I think it, I think it looks more like Super Nintendo Kirby. Yeah, but I really like the NES style. I like the small sprites and. I don't know, there's some stuff I think the NES really does right. I like small sprites that move quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, when we were talking about the SNES games, I feel like that was usually like one of us would complain about. 
if we didn't like a game. Or uh, one of the things we, we wouldn't like is the, are these giant sprites that move slowly across oh, a, spree, a screen. Because it just felt like they were trying to, I don't know, they were, I, I guess they were trying to emulate arcade games at the time, which had, you know, big sprites mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But, I mean, I don't know. I'm with you. I prefer, like, the small, quick stuff like Ghosts and Goblins, Kid Icarus, Super Mario Brothers, all mm-hmm. that. So, um, but I do feel like, like Super Mario World breaks that. I oh mean, yeah, cause, absolutely, hundred percent. Because those aren't giant sprites and stuff like that. But. I don't. I think the, all the Mario games, none of them are guilty of yeah. of what what I'm talking about. Like they're all, but a lot of beat 'em ups for sure. Oh yes, <laughs> and a lot of like third party smaller developer platformers are, are fall into that huge slow moving sprite thing. That it, ugh. I'm. But, I agree with you as far as Kirby goes. I think this is this is probably the best looking NES game that mm, I've ever played. Mm-hmm. Um, it is also this really I don't know. This is probably just a personal thing, but I have never played I've never played a game on the NES that has emotionally affected me the way that this game did. Um, and that sounds really dumb, but it's like this game affected me. More emotionally than like almost almost the same level as when I played through The Walking Dead season one, uh, uh. and it's for completely different reasons. I mean, it was just one of those things where it's like I stumbled upon a love letter to one of my favorite Game Boy games ever. Yeah, Kirby's yeah. Dreamland. I, I got to watch that clip too, dude. Kirby's Dreamland. Like I remember playing because like for the longest time, um, I had just portable consoles, portable gaming consoles, because my parents didn't really like gaming consoles. They didn't like video games, but they let me have the portable ones because we took a shitload of road trips and they didn't want me fucking bothering them. It's a shut you up toy. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So I'd always have like, we'd go on like nine hour drives to my grandmother's house and I'd be in the back seat with like a bandolier of double A batteries that I'm going through with my Game Gear and my Game Boy and stuff like that. And of course I had the gigantic stupid fucking flashlight thing that goes on the Game Boy and stuff like that. (laughs) The magnifier. Um, But I loved, I loved Kirby's Dreamland, and I haven't played it in ages. Like, dude, I haven't played Kirby's Dreamland since I was a kid. But I have, like, very fond memories of playing that, not only on the road, but, like, in my house. Like, like for some reason, like, okay, Kirby's Dreamland and Ren and Stimpy are, like, married in my mind forever. Because I remember one of my favorite things to do as a kid was play Kirby's Dreamland while Ren and Stimpy was playing <laughs> on a television. <laughs> I loved Ren and Stimpy. I loved all the like the early Nicktoons and shit like that. So um, I played a shitload of Kirby's Dreamland. There is a level in this game which is in it's in the last I level. It's the last, yeah, the very the, last level. It's the last level. It's the last door before the the fight with DDD. And uh, you open the door. The game's all in color. It's you know it's an NES game. You open the door uh, and it's. Uh, the Kirby's Dreamland music, and it's black and white. It's like a reverse Wizard of Oz. Like, with, <laughs> instead of Dorothy opening the door into the world of color, it's like going back to the world of black and white. Uh, and, dude, like, that that made me feel more than any fucking game that I have played. Game of the year, 2018, <laughs> Kirby's Adventure. Because that game... That, just the last level. Just the last, yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's the best level of the year. Where you're pink on a world of grayscale, but yes. Oh, man. Yeah, because Kirby does remain pink. Mm-hmm. You're right. 
but I mean, I thought, I mean, it, it was an amazing recreation. It's kind of like a, a medley of uh, Kirby's Dreamland levels, uh, and I thought it was really a really, really, really nice touch. Yeah, I didn't, I did not know that was there. So whenever I saw that clip of you, I was like, man, that is a nice, that is a nice touch. And what's crazy is that wouldn't have had the nearly the impact on me if I had played this game in 1993. If I had played this game in 1993, I would have been like, oh, that's cool. But like cut to 2018 and it's like, holy shit, how did I not know that this was a thing? Mm -hmm. Like one of my favorite Game Boy games is like essentially gets its dick sucked in Kirby's Adventure. (laughs) (laughs) And it's a beautiful sucking. (laughs) It sucks. Oh, so good. It's beautiful. It's too short. They well, don't... yeah, the best ones are. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I disagree. <laughs> but I loved it. I thought it. I thought it was amazing, um, and I thought it was a really. Uh, it's just one of those. It, Kirby's Adventure is just one of those games that I feel like they really cared about it. They really cared about it when they're making it. Yeah, uh, and it does look beautiful. It looks gorgeous. Um, I I don't mean this as a slight. I mean this as a compliment. I think Kirby's Kirby's Adventure reminds me of a Game Boy Advance game or a Game Boy. Or, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, rather like a Game Boy Color game. Yeah. Uh, where I'm by that I mean it's like I'm not constantly dealing with like sprite flickering or anything like that. Everything pretty much looks the way that it should. It doesn't look glitchy like a lot of like early NES games mm-hmm. or kind of like I feel like the programmers are like well we don't we can kind of see it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can kind of see. No, the, it's fine. Like yeah. he. He he's there and he disappears and he's there. It's yeah, not, it's fine. fine. But it's yeah, fine. <laughs> yeah, it's no big deal. Oh, that he bull- jumps, half of them's gone. He's, it's <laughs> right? Fine. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that bullet that you definitely need to see before it hits you. <laughs> sometimes you see it, sometimes you don't. <laughs> it just depends on what frame it. You know, you'll you'll figure it out. Good luck, kids. Yeah, I mean, it suffers from some slowdown. Yeah. that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah, totally. So I mean, I feel like yeah, this game shows off shows off the NES. Yeah, totally. So I mean. I loved it. I, uh, which okay, all the power ups because I don't know if we need to talk. We've done Kirby sixty four. Yeah, we've we, done. We've done. Sort of to break down what Kirby games are about. We've done a bunch of Kirby games, and I feel like everybody listening knows that Kirby Kirby games are a game where you play a ping pong ball and you swallow enemies. And you're an amoeba. And yeah, you're an amoeba. Mm. Uh, I I hear that Kirby is a star shrug. I don't know. Mm. Amoeba makes sense to me. Yeah, absorbs the enemy. Breaks Amoebas can also break <laughs> off little nubblies to grab things, like Kirby can. Oh, really? Because Kirby doesn't—he doesn't like form fingers and grasp anything. It sticks to him. So amoebas do that as well. Well, he clearly he's an amoeba. And they inhale and break down DNA and absorb beneficial parts of whatever they inhale. Yeah. So yeah, he's absolutely—he is an amoeba. With weird feet. By that token, I guess Meta Knight is also an amoeba. Meta Knight is certainly an amoeba. Um, he's like the, he's the nega amoeba. He's always like, he is the, the proto man to Kirby's mega man. Like I've always been like, who the fuck is, who the fuck is this guy? Who is met? Who is Meta Knight? What is he? Why is he here? But I, I love the Meta Knight, the battle with Meta Knight in this game. It's I amazing. thought it was fucking good. It's amazing. It is the best boss fight in the mm-hmm. game. Uh, because it's a sword fight. Mm-hmm. You get a sword, you pick up a sword. And when you pick the sword up, Meta Knight like falls from the ceiling and you have a sword battle, mm-hmm. and it's like it doesn't play like the rest of the game. It kind it's weird because it kind of does because one of Kirby's copy abilities, uh, which is super important because this is the game that the copy ability was introduced. Uh, which a copy ability is Kirby eats an enemy and then gains the power. Oh, of that it wasn't enemy. in Dreamland. It was not in Dreamland. Oh, um, and it's kind of weird because it's like 
I'm going to, I'm going to sound like a, you know, get off my lawn type guy, but it's like, <laughs> I like, you know, because I love dreamland so much. I like the old style of Kirby where it's like, there's no copy ability. All you do is eat an enemy and then they turn into a star and then you use that star. You've spit that star mm-hmm. out as a projectile. That's essentially the mechanic in in Kirby's Dreamland, mm-hmm. that and flying, you know, where he, uh, pop, yeah. he sucks Inhale in air, air and then yeah. he flies, and of course that stays in Kirby's Adventure. But uh, yeah, so they uh, they added the copy ability in this game, major feature, uh, and the sword ability is one of the copy abilities that you can get. There's mm-hmm. like I, there's like over twenty copy abilities, mm-hmm. I think. Sword is one of them, so you're kind of familiar with using a sword in the game because if you swallow a knight with a sword, uh, you a sword pops out and then Kirby's little flipper nub holds <laughs> onto it and um, you swing a sword. So you're already used to that, but you've never really been provided one and expected to use one in a boss fight. Uh, and yeah, so this cool. is a very different kind of feel. And it's like you uh, have to constantly get behind Meta Knight and hit him. So you're you're maneuvering while he's trying to hit you with his sword. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very, very cool. And very he exciting. has the little maneuver like uh, that is... What always fucking gets me in Smash Brothers is Link's like downward sword yes. press maneuver. Meta yeah. Knight's got that. Yeah. So yeah, it's a very cool battle. Um, nothing. May- I'm so glad you brought up Smash Brothers because like it's so weird that I have spent most of my time with Kirby in Smash Brothers that um, I get weirded out when I have to use the copy ability because I'm just you used just to press down and A and turn into it a stone. Into a stone right? Yeah, <laughs> using the stone ability. And it's like, it fucks with my mind because I have to like tell myself, no man, that's just something in Smash Brothers. You have to eat a, <laughs> you have to eat a stone enemy in order to turn into stone in this game. What are some of your favorite uh, copy abilities in this? Dude, uh, the UFO is the best. Uh, UFO, the UFO is fucking like, that's God mode. Hands down. Hands down. <laughs> um, and it's like, it's a really rare copy ability because i'd never i had no idea until i was going through back through everything this time i was like oh shit okay (laughs) yeah oh yeah ufo is the best because it's like you essentially you eat a ufo and then kirby is inside it Mm -hmm. um and then the game turns into like gladius gradius gradius Gradius, darling Uh, yeah, you, you t- it, it turns into the, the Gradius, essentially. I'm done with the Gradius. <laughs> uh, you turn in, it, it makes it a Gradius style where it like essentially gives you three copy abilities in one. Because uh, it gives you beam, like laser beam, mm-hmm. uh, which is a regular copy ability. It gives you, uh, I'm sorry, it gives you laser and beam, which are two different things. Uh, and it gives you the ability to just make a star appear as if you swallowed an enemy and then spit them out. Mm-hmm. And it allows you to fly and not like float around like Kirby normally does, like straight up. Perfect fast maneuverability. <laughs> yes, very much flying. Yeah. <laughs> So you fly per the D and D spell. Yes, you're right. With it, it provides you with eighty feet uh, <laughs> per round. With uh, what kind of mo- maneuverability? Perfect maneuverability. Perfect maneuverability. <laughs> All right, excellent. <laughs> uh, yeah, UFO's the best. Behind that, I love sword. Sword just feels Sword's good. good. Cutter is really good. Cutter's yeah. one of my favorites too. Where you essentially throw a boomerang. Uh-huh. Um, uh huh. Anything that is like thrown like that, I don't know why. I just I like it. Uh, I think it's because like Cutter's fast, um, and it ca- kind of harkens back to Kirby's Kirby's Dreamland, where you're just spitting stars out because gotcha. you're just throwing a thing out. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Uh, Parasol, I feel like, is also very good. Yeah. It functions sort of like sword, but you can also feather fall with it. And block things from uh-huh. up above. Yeah, it's really good when you have to, like, vertically platform. I think besides UFO, I mean, I like sword better, but besides UFO, I feel like it's the most adaptable, has the most uses yeah. of all its powers. I like Hammer. Yes. Hammer, I found, is, like, necessary for finding secret areas yeah. uh, for a lot of secret areas. Because um, I didn't I didn't branch too much into that at all. Like, I was just like, let's just get this shit done. Yeah. There are a lot of blocks that you have to, like, hit specifically with the hammer. Uh, there are a few other things, like um, Zelda-style, Link to the Past-style, like, uh, where you have to hammer spikes into the ground and shit like that uh, to, like, get secret areas and okay. stuff like that. Um, so, it, yeah, I like that. And, of course, I like stone, but I think stone is weak in this game. Uh, It's not like it's in Smash Brothers. (laughs) No, because in Smash Brothers, Stone is where it's at. Uh, Stone is where it's at. Uh, Or eating somebody and walking off the stage. (laughs) That is my favorite thing to do in Smash Brothers. When I realize that that I've lost, for sure, it's just Mm -hmm. like, well, let's just start ruining people's days. (laughs) (laughs) Let's start testing friendships. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But it's like, I love that. Like, Kirby and like Smash Brothers, because I obviously am not great at Smash Brothers, um, it's fun because it's like it's a great turtling strategy because it's like uh, you're, you're really good at Smash Brothers. It's usually me and you laugh for no, we're playing a no, bunch of people. No, it a is lot not. of times you are much better at Smash Brothers than I am. Uh, but I love it because it's like it's a great turtling strategy because it's like I mean you can come at me if you want, but I'm standing right on the ledge. You're gonna get close. <laughs> I'm gonna suck you. I'm gonna suck you real good, and then I'm gonna I'm walk gonna off. I'm gonna and keep sucking until someone comes <laughs> in my <laughs> mouth. <laughs> Thank you, Cockmaster <laughs> Ashley Shake. That's a deep cut. <laughs> Uh, Crash is fun, but you don't get it very often. It's just a one-time use. Yes, Crash is awesome. You usually get off of like a mini boss or something, mm-hmm. which is like a screen clear. And the animation is really cool too, because like it seems like Kirby just like multiplies, and then it's, he's like a Bebe's kid. He multiplies, <laughs> and then he bounces all around the screen, <laughs> killing everything. Mike is very similar. The, yeah. the microphone. <laughs> Right, which is a classic, I feel like, the the mic is. Um, and that's kind of like a baby crash, but you get to use it three times, mm-hmm. so that's cool. There's a glitch that you can exploit, I hear, which gives you 255 uses of mic. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I love the boss fights. Yeah. And, and like, just about every level. Like, I feel like the most iconic being the first one in Wispy, Wispy Woods. Wispy Woods that they use over and over again. Yep. Uh, I love fighting with I love fighting Wispy Woods uh, this time because like I expected it. I knew who he was. Like I knew as soon as you I went to the boss door and I see like the treetops. I'm like, okay, it's Wispy Woods. And I remember I had like sword the sword I, ability. I watched you do that. <laughs> I love oh, just will sword work up. Yep. Yeah, just walk right <laughs> up to him. Just dash up and he didn't even get a chance to drop any any shit on you. The dash, that's also a great thing. I love that mechanic. I love I love games. I love platformers and fighters and brawlers where double tapping a direction makes you dash that direction. Mm-hmm. I prefer that over a run button. Yeah. Um, unless it's a Super Mario Brothers game. That's my stipulation. Ooh, yeah. Just That'd because be hard to I can't around. imagine playing a Super Mario Brothers game where I don't hold down the B button to run. Constantly. Constantly. Right, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, you just might as well tape that motherfucker <laughs> down. Yeah. Uh, let's see the uh, like the the artist enemy where there are four canvas on easels and he's drawing the enemies that you have to absorb. He's on roller skates. Yeah, Paint, Paint Roller is his name. <laughs> yeah, uh, that that is a cool fight um, because he do, he paints an ability essentially on the canvas and then you can eat that ability and and copy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sun uh, finding the sun and the moon. 
I thought that was very cool. Mr. Shine and Mr. Bright. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, that's another one I felt like I just cheesed the fuck out of because I rolled into that one with sword again, I think, and it was just like... Get behind him. Yeah, yeah, essentially. <laughs> so I don't really know how to do that boss fight if I don't have a weapon. <laughs> uh, let's see. Of course, Meta Knight is my favorite. Uh, I feel like DDD himself was pretty easy. DDD didn't really change from Dreamland. Yeah. Yeah. So he just does his normal thing. Um, and then you just there's a, a boss after DDD. Spoilers. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't set up the story for this game. Okay. Um, do. We kind of did. But it's like one of those things. I think it's I, – I wanted to bring it up specifically because I know this is a pet peeve of yours. Because in narratives, and, and I agree with you, you've, you've mentioned it before, this game suffers from a trope called um, communication kills. Uh, and that is a trope where if one character had just said one sentence to another character, the whole narrative wouldn't have even needed to happen. Yeah, uh-huh. Because the way it's set up is the people in Dreamland, the citizens of Dreamland, stop having dreams, and the, that can only mean one thing, uh, that something's fucked up with the star rod in the spring of dreams. So Kirby's like, I'm on this shit. I'm going to go check it out. He goes to check it out. Who is taking a bubble bath? In the Spring of Dreams, or the Fountain of Dreams, mm-hmm. uh, DDD. None other than DDD. Who pissed in the lemonade, DDD. Right, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so DDD has taken the Star Rod, split it into seven pieces, and given one piece to each of his friends. Really, it's an allegory for 2018 America. Yeah, oh, is that right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> DDD and his billionaire friends. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Just fucking taking a luxurious bubble bath in, in everyone's dreams. Uh-huh. Well... I'm going to poke a hole in your theory. Uh, DDD is likable. <laughs> yeah, he is a playable character in Smash Brothers. People are like, yeah, I want to play DDD. And from this point forward, I feel like DDD is kind of like a um, like a shaky ally of Kirby's. Because mm-hmm. uh, like in Dreamland, he was very much the villain of that story. But as it's discovered in Adventure, DDD split that rod up for a reason. That reason being is um, a gentleman who looks a lot like Count Dracula from Castlevania to me. <laughs> That's how he looks like yeah. to me. Uh, uh, is trying to invade Dreamland, and DDD broke the rod up to prevent him from from coming. Mm. Um, he's a denier. He's a Dracula orgasm <laughs> denier. So uh, DDD didn't tell Kirby this. Kirby just like decided, I guess, to just go beat up. DDD's friends mm. and take their millions of dollars away from them. Um, Kirby doesn't have ears. We don't know that DDD didn't tell him. Well, that is true. That is true. <laughs> DDD does not know sign language, nor does he have the fingers to properly <laughs> no, just two sign. two digits. You can't really do much with that. <laughs> like, I like to, I like to think that Kirby was trying, like, DDD was trying to tell Kirby, and, like, he was just signing so bad that Kirby was like... <laughs> Purple these monkey dishwasher. These aren't mittens. These are my hands, Kirby. <laughs> I can't. Oh, did you know that DDD's not a penguin? He's, he's a, not. He's a flipper baby. A what? A flipper baby. Okay. You're familiar <laughs> with a flipper baby? No. You're not familiar with a flipper baby? Not at all. I'll show you some images. Okay. Yeah. A flipper baby is essentially a baby that instead of born with arms, born with flippers. Oh, okay. All right. That makes sense. Like the crab people. Okay. Yeah, like the crab <laughs> people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, because while well, playing this, like I didn't know the story, so I've, now that you explain it to me, like I get it. Uh, playing it, I thought it was like fucking fucking Deus Ex Machina, just something you never heard of, just fucking swooping out after the end. 
Oh uh, yeah, it totally feels like mm-hmm. that. I mean, the story's the story's weak. The story's like the weakest thing in the game. I think um, it just kind of feels like here's a reason to here's a reason to play this platformer uh, is a story we've constructed, and then they kind of Deus Ex Machina, like you said, kind of at the end swoop in, and it's like, oh, DDD is not the final villain. The mm-hmm. final villain is Nightmare. Yeah, because you fight DDD and then a ball of stars. You get you, the, you get the star rod. Yes, so it's like Little Nemo in that regard. Yeah, it is like Little Nemo. Uh, I feel like this game does look a little like Little Nemo. Yeah, it's not as I love Little Nemo. Little Nemo is one of my favorite NES games, but Little Nemo looks jankier than Kirby's. Oh, yeah, it was adventure. a lot earlier, that's right? True. And I mean that game like definitely suffers from like sprite flicker and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And it's like I don't fault the game for that, but I mean I do have to like. When I sit down and compare them, because I played both of those games recently, and it's like, dude, no, there is no other NES game that looks as good as Kirby's Adventure. Like, there's, there's, there's no, not. there's no comparison. The only one I say that might contend uh, is Punch Out. Is Mike Tyson's Punch Out? Okay, just because I think Mike Tyson's Punch Out is so simple um, that it is really easily reproduced, like on screen. And it's like those sprites are those sprites are big, but they're big for a reason. Yeah. Uh, and they're beautifully they're beautifully drawn. Um, so yeah, I'd say that's probably my only contender for best looking NES game. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, uh, because I just went level for level. I didn't go into any of the other doors. So see, there's like a battle, two battle axes over a door. That's the arena. What are, what are those? Okay, so there are special stages in this game. Um, so I think this is really cool. Every level is essentially a large room uh, with doors. Uh, the doors that are there when you first get there all lead to stages within that room mm-hmm. within that lobby. Uh, so as you as you progress, you can find uh, buttons uh, and secret doors that reveal other parts of the room. Uh, so like the walls will collapse and you'll see, oh, there's another door here. Mm-hmm. Uh, like an arena is one of those. Like the the rooms that have the the battle axes crossed above them are arenas. You go in and you fight one of the mini bosses in the game, which is uh, optional. You don't have to do it, but if you beat that mini boss, you get a Maxim Tomato, uh, which is the power up in the game that restores your life. Mm-hmm. And you can also copy that mini boss's ability, which is a big deal because mini bosses have the best abilities to copy yes like that's where you can get uh the hammer ability that's where you can get uh the throw ability like i think one of the beetles has throw um which is pretty rare on it on its own outside of a mini boss uh there's also i think it's called body slam or it might just be slam uh which is when we were talking about copy abilities earlier i should have mentioned this because you essentially do the Saban suplex, uh, <laughs> where you you use the uh, you use the slam ability, and Kirby grabs the enemy, grapples them, jumps up into the air with them, and then slams down uh, on the ground, and they die, mm-hmm. uh, which is I think is amazing. Uh, Fireball is another one that you can pick up. Fireball is great. I yeah, can't believe I didn't yeah, mention yeah. it earlier either, because you essentially turn into a fireball that. Shoots Jets across the screen. Right, exactly. Yeah. And that's amazing for like maneuverability and stuff like that. Uh, so that's what the arena is all about. Uh, there's also rooms where you can go in um, and get uh, extra lives. Uh, like, for instance, and they, these are hilarious, hilariously dumb. Uh, like, there's a room you go in and DDD throws eggs at Kirby and you try to eat the eggs, but he also throws bombs at Kirby and you try not to Don't eat, eat the, the bombs. bombs. Don't eat the bombs. <laughs> if you eat the bombs, 
it's not a game over, but it's the bonus stage is over, mm -hmm. and you get booted out. If you eat enough eggs, you get a, an extra life. Uh, there's also a mode. There's a shootout bonus that room. That happens in real life, too. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. that's how I buy my eggs at the farmer's yeah. market. That's what they're trying to do in Cool Hand Luke. Oh, yeah. If my boy <laughs> says he can eat 50 bombs, my, my boy can eat 50 bombs, um, which is probably the most iconic scene in Cool Hand Luke, but the one I remember from childhood is where that woman is washing the car and rubbing her titties on the window. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> her, her soapy, soapy titty meat. She knows exactly what she she's doing. She knows what she's doing. Yeah, <laughs> she does. Uh, which is, I've, I'm so happy that um, that is a gif that I frequently run across when I'm like trying to find a gif reaction <laughs> that, in, that involves the word titties. <laughs> it's like, yes, Cool Hand Luke staying relevant in 2018. Love Cool Hand Luke. It's my dad's favorite movie, so I watched mm. it a lot. Um, so, yes, I don't know how we got there. Oh, buying eggs. There is another bonus stage. <laughs> of course called, it's how it gets that's, Of course it is, naturally. <laughs> um, there's another bonus stage called Shootout, where it essentially works like uh, your Cowboy Kirby, not to be confused with Cowboy Curtis. Curtis yeah. Right? <laughs> Uh, but it's still played by Morpheus. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Kirby copies Morpheus um, and then puts on a cowboy hat. And uh, so anyway, Kirby has a cowboy hat and a gun. And whenever it says fire, you press the B button and Kirby draws a gun and fires. And the, the idea is to shoot before the enemy shoots. Um, and you go through several different mini bosses until you get to DDD, uh, who I never beat ever, ever, ever. Um, I was never fast enough. And if you do well enough, you get extra lives there mm -hmm. too. Uh, and then there is a, uh, the third one is a claw machine. Uh, which, oh, I'll watch you do this one. Which yeah. is very straightforward. You just hold down a button and a claw hand moves across the screen and you let go. And it tries to pick up um, a, a big Kirby or a small Kirby that's in there. And uh, those give you extra lives too. They're, they really do give you a lot of opportunity to farm extra lives. Yeah, you don't necessarily always need them. Yeah. but Which I think is in – I think that is – like Kirby is – I don't mean to sound – I don't. I'm not trying to give it shit, but Kirby is like baby's first platformer. That's yeah. I mean, yeah, it just yeah. is. I feel like they're designed to be enjoyable, but not particularly challenging. Yeah. No, I think like this is something I think if I want to start Ken off playing some games, like yeah, this this would be one of them. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a great. She choice. would love the way it looked and sounds, and she also just loves watching me play games. Yeah. Because like. Whenever I was playing through Final Fantasy, she's like, this is my favorite game. Nice. I like that one at the top. The fighter. The fighter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it because the fighter's named Dady? <laughs> <coughs> Anybody with red hair in any game, she's like, that's my favorite. Yeah? Yep. Well, that's because you have red hair. Hopefully. <laughs> uh, yeah, hopefully. Uh, the, the, the child therapist says it's because she likes people with their heads on fire. <laughs> Uh, so that's pretty much it as far as like uh, the the bonus levels go. There are uh, museums as well, uh, which are kind of nice because a museum, when you unlock a museum, you can go in and on display are enemies that you can eat and copy. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's nice where it's like, it's especially nice when you're trying to find the secrets because you're like, fuck, I need, a, I need stone. I need a copy of stone ability. And I don't know where any of them are 
on any of these levels, but I do remember I unlocked one museum that had a stone enemy. So mm-hmm. I'll go there and swallow him and then re-enter this door to try to get this secret. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's neat. Uh, and I feel like other people who like exploratory games like that more than me because it, it's fine. I'm okay with it, but it it, it kind of touches on that like Metroid Zelda kind of like... Gives you a like, little bit of replay value. It's a little... And it, I like the replayability, but I guess what I... I don't know. It feels like one of those things... I get annoyed when it's like, oh, I need the hammer for this, and I can't get the hammer on this level, so I have to leave, and I have to go get a hammer from another level, come back, pray that I don't get fucking hit on the way to uh, the place that I need to use the hammer. Because when you get hit, when you've copied an ability, mm-hmm. you lose that ability. Um, which is usually not a huge problem because it, you lose it by essentially pooping a star out, mm-hmm. and you can usually swallow, re-swallow that star and get the ability back. There but is you know one, Kirby hates doing that. It's got to be gross. Yeah. Oh, it's like eating your vomit. Yeah, totally. I, we had a good conversation in Twitch chat, and that was: Does Kirby have a butthole, or does he just have one multi-purpose hole, which is his mouth and his butthole? Oh, what is that called? Uh, I do not know. Uh, but I know the the multi-purpose vent port on like birds and stuff yeah, is yeah, the cloaca. Yeah. Cloaca. Thank you. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm trying to think of. And I learned something. We the mammals are the oddballs. We we are the ones that don't have cloacas. Birds have cloacas. Reptiles have cloacas. What's up? What gives? <laughs> I don't know. Insects probably don't because insects are fucking aliens as far as I'm uh-huh. concerned. Like that's where they came from. Like that is evidence that aliens exist. Alien life forms exist because. Um, uh, there's no other explanation for bugs. What um, fish also have cloacas? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not positive about amphibians. What race was uh, Tali in Mass Effect? In Mass Effect, just fuckable. Fuckable. Yeah, that's With who I romance. The, the fuckable race of, yeah. of spacesuits. She was my waifu, which her- is weird because I'm all about that face, and you don't see. Uh, maybe that was it. Yeah. Maybe it's like she's just she's sweet. Maybe she's by no, far it the sweetest. That. She in is, the game. but that wasn't it. <laughs> Um, I think I just wanted to see, like, I was just holding out. I think it was like, if I romance her, gotta see her face. Yeah, you got to. You gotta, you gotta see what's under that You gotta see suit. what's under there. She right. looks even enough. I'm also a gambler. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a gambler. I don't wear condoms. No. I'm a gambler. No, I, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that made me really worried when Nikki was throwing up yesterday. Ah, there you yeah. go. All right. <laughs> he was like, oh, cool. Uh, but the, So that actually makes me a monster because when she didn't feel well today, I was like, yeah, probably stomach bug. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, you've been feeling like this all day? You have? Great. Yeah, <laughs> good. good. Excellent. Good, good. Shoo, let's keep it that way. <laughs> we were just actually having a conversation. My, uh, Henry will appreciate this when he's old enough and listens. He's going to listen to all of this. I'm positive. <laughs> uh, the other day where she's like, I can't believe at one point in time I wanted three kids. And I was like, yeah, now you just want one, right? And she's like, yeah, pretty much. I'm like, yes, excellent, <laughs> excellent. One's fucking hard, dude. I do not know how you do four, four kids. Yeah. I do not <laughs> fucking know how you do it. Well, when you drop in when one was like 13, like yeah. it's much That's easier. That's easier. It's much easier. Yeah. Because I, I can't imagine. Because Melissa's done an amazing job like, yeah. raising three girls. Yes. So like, all, for me coming to that situation – all the hard work was done. I just got to reap her benefits of having three right. wonderful children. None of those three girls want to see people's heads on fire. No, no, just mine. <laughs> just mine. <laughs> Cloacus. Cloacus. Yeah, I'm, I had this moment where it's like, how the fuck did we get here? Cloacus. 
cloacas. Yeah, that is how we got it. Kirby, it? one multi-purpose hole. One, yes, exactly. A multitasker, mm. as uh, Alton Brown would probably. He'd be very proud that yes. I called Kirby's butthole mouth a multitasker. <laughs> it could do so many things. So many things. Uh, you don't want a unitasker. You don't want a unitasker. No, yeah. you don't want that unitasker. There's only one allowed in the kitchen. What is that? It's your fire extinguisher. The fire extinguisher. Yeah. Right, there you go. We, did I tell you we missed Alton Brown at Dragon Con? That's a huge Damn. bummer, man. Because it was like, that. I have never seen Nikki like more excited for something at Dragon Con than that. Yeah. And we waited in line for uh, an hour, and we didn't get in by like, I don't know, man. Like, we could see the end of the line. Like, we could see the door. And it's like, I think I counted it. It was like, we were like eight or six Damn. away. Ugh, fuck. And it was just like, I felt so bad because it's like, Nikki has never been, ne- never has she been at Dragon Con other than when Will Wheaton was there and she wanted um, to meet mm-hmm. the sexy, sexy little, little boy. Sexy little boy, yeah. Um, no other, like, she has never been excited, that excited about something at Dragon Con before. She's mm-hmm. usually very much like, just going to go with the flow, probably nap. And uh, treat this as like a vacation kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But Alton Brown, she wanted to, she wanted to do it. We missed it. So if you're listening, which I know you are, Alton, Alton, <laughs> <laughs> let me just keep Mister Brown, Mister Brown, <laughs> Mister Eats. <laughs> yeah, first name good, last name eats. Uh, his brother, bad, bad eats, is um, just he is not good. No, there is one other. Um, area, one other door you can unlock, and that is a warp station uh, where you can ride a star to any level where you've also unlocked the warp station. Mm. So it's a it's a shortcut, essentially. If yeah. you wanted to get to like zone one to six without going from door to door to door to door to door all the way through all the, the levels, you could take a shortcut. Okay. It's pretty good. Pretty yeah. Good. Pretty, yeah. Pretty, good. pretty good. Pretty good. You're bringing it back. Mm. you have any achievements? I do. I have some achievements. Or anything else to say about this game? I should probably ask that first before I jump into achievements. Uh, we already said we think it belongs on the NES Classic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I've got a little bit of trivia. Yeah. Uh, and also one more thing to talk about that kind of goes along with the bonus stages. I think this is really cool. And this is also one of those things where it's like this game, it, re- it reinforces the fact that this game just tries to give you as many lives as possible. At the end of every stage, there is a little bonus stage. Oh, I completely forgot about that. Where you try to launch Kirby. Uh, okay, Kirby stands on the platform that is moving, and it's kind of moving like um, like a slingshot. You know how you like pull like the elastic back mm-hmm. on a slingshot? Mm-hmm. And then you hit the button at the right moment, and it flings Kirby up. And there's like seven platforms. And if you get to the very top platform, uh, you are rewarded with a one-up. If you get anything below that, you get points, I think, which who, who you cares? Get nonsense. You yeah, get nothing. It, it's bullshit. Yeah, you get nothing. Good day, sir. There is actually, I never I never was able to do this, nor did I know it was a thing uh, before today, uh, but they have uh, an Easter egg, I guess, in the game where if you do that bonus mode and you, you hit the seven levels in a row, like in order, like you finish a stage, hit platform seven, uh, next stage hit six, next one do five, and go all the way to the top, you get 30 lives. Damn, okay. So I think that's kind of neat yeah. that they like kind of like put something special something in, there in there like that. That's cool. Uh, the names of all the levels um, are the first letter of every level spells out um, V-I-B-G-Y-O-R, which is Roy G. Biv backwards. So the, <laughs> the, the colors of the rainbow. All right, that's Which cool. is another thing where it's like, I 
I guess they did it because the last stage is um, the uh, Rainbow Resort. Yeah. So that's nice. Um, just little stuff like that. I mean, this game pays attention to detail. Mm -hmm. And I think that is that is the best thing about this game is how much detail is is stressed. I, I'm with you. That's it. That's all I got. All right. Let's do some achievements. You want to do the achievements? Yeah. I have um, – so what I normally do during the stream is open up Open up the floor to achievement suggestions. Uh, got 35 of them this time, which is very good. Uh, I've narrowed it down to five achievements. That's my, that's my cap, five achievements. First achievement, eating ain't cheating. <laughs> <laughs> Credit to Edgelord Kyle. To unlock eating ain't cheating, you need to eat 10 enemies in a single stage. Uh, very doable. Uh, next achievement I've got, you might notice, you might notice, um, you might notice a, a little theme in the ones that I picked. Next achievement, two in the pink. Uh, in order to unlock two in the pink, you need to eat two enemies at once because you have two enemies going inside y your pink monster. Uh, credit to Dropmaster Drewski for that. Uh, I've got third achievement. Credit goes to Ruby Baron Paul Cluel of the Loaded Cart Podcast. Uh, curb your enthusiasm. Uh, curb being spelled K-I-R-B. Uh, in order to unlock Curb Your Enthusiasm, you need to kill all of the bosses. Fourth achievement, the Metaist Knight. And in order to unlock the Metaist Knight, you need to defeat Meta Knight in the sword fight to end all sword fights. Uh, and I wanted to include that because I, I wanted to make sure, I wanted to remember to talk about the, uh, the sword fight yeah. because I think it is a memorable moment in the game. Uh, credit goes out to Zalnop for that uh, on Twitch. Uh, last achievement I've got is uh, Nightmare Fuel. And in order to unlock Nightmare Fuel, you have to unleash Nightmare with the Star Rod. So it's a story achievement uh, okay. um, that happens naturally. Uh, credit goes to uh, Xander for that one. Uh, also, that reminded me when I was talking about uh, remembering the sword fight. As much as I like Kirby, and I think Kirby games are fun and good, uh, the big problem I have with Kirby games is they blend together for me. Yep. They blend together, and I think it's because I just kind of go through them really quick. And because I go through them quick, uh, I don't, it doesn't stick with me. Uh, because I'm not doing, like, it's not like Ghosts and Goblins where I'm doing the same level for 45 minutes, you know, where it's like, oh, I know this level. Like, I remember, you know what I mean? It's kind of like, uh, because I beat, I, I beat the game, I think, in like five hours. Um, which I hate to say this because it's a well-made game, but it's like a perfect rental. Like as a kid, like this yeah. would have been the perfect rental because it's like, yeah, you can pick this up on a Friday and return it, you know, Sunday night as we were one to do when we were children and have this motherfucker just completely, done. completely mm -hmm. done. Yeah. Do you have any achievements? Uh, I've got three. What uh, you got? The first one being uh, Size Queen. Nice. <laughs> and you get that by, because I mentioned that in stream. Uh, yes, that's when you yeah, get the right. big Kirby in the claw game. Yes, I love it. Uh, another one, Gianna Michaels. You unlock <laughs> nice. Gianna Michaels when you inhale three enemies at the same time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just just Google Gianna Michaels blow bang. You'll, you'll see exactly oh. what I'm talking about. Oh, no, I'll about. have it in the show notes. What was it again? <laughs> and then my last one I have is uh, Nancy Kerrigan. And you unlock Nancy Kerrigan when you beat down a walrus uh, with the sword. <laughs> I thought it was going to be the... Not, not the, to say Nancy Kerrigan is a walrus, but that's the ice skating enemy. <laughs> she's the nicest walrus. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I haven't seen her recently, so I don't know. No, I haven't seen her since she posted she, SNL. 
like oh wow way back in the day wow i remember that i've seen tanya harding more than i've seen nancy carrie yeah she might literally be a walrus (laughs) i don't mean that like in a derogatory (laughs) like the sexiest walrus she might have gone through a walrus transformation and i wouldn't have any fucking idea uh like the movie tusk which i haven't seen but i've heard about oh i didn't know know that was a thing it's a it's a kevin smith horror movie that i really wanted to see and never did um where uh, a man gets turned into a walrus (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like he gets lured into a, a man's house and the man captures him and is like, I'm going to turn you into a walrus uh, and then does that thing. Mm, okay. Mm. <laughs> it's like a human centipede thing, I guess. Oh, okay. But instead of like, you know. That should be like a Santa Claus sort of curse where he just slowly turns into a walrus. <laughs> oh, oh, I lured you here. You're the walrus now. <laughs> I Later, go bitch. Free. <laughs> I'm going to go to Olive Garden. Enjoy your walrus house. (laughs) Do you have any other achievements? That's it. That's all all I got. I got some questions for you. Fuck yes. A bunch of questions. Yes. Are you ready for a bunch of questions? Are you ready to blow bang your way out of this episode? Yes. (laughs) First question, Tyler. I want to know how much is this game on price charting? I feel like, I mean, Kirby's prolific, but like... This came out in 93, mm-hmm. so I feel like it's got to be, I mean, it can't have been selling super well. Yeah, you would think. I would think. I could be wrong. So I'm going to- I mean, I'm gonna, it makes sense. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to middle it mm-hmm. at $11. $11. Tyler, actual price of Kirby's Adventure loose on pricecharting.com at the time of this recording is $17.83. Mm. I feel like you were on the right I'll, track. I'll, I thought about going seventeen, but I was really? thought about going twenty-two. Uh, so your logic was there, and like as you were sa- as you were like saying your logic out loud, I was like, okay, he's gonna go like thirty bucks, which I wouldn't be surprised because I have no idea how many units of these were made. Yeah, and especially with it coming out so late, like you said, uh, you want to have? Do you have any idea what it costs new? Ninety-five. Very good. Ninety-nine dollars and eighty-eight cents. Very very close. Uh, and I do believe they had one for sale. I picked it up for you. Oh, oh. Because I know you liked it so much. I do. I do. <laughs> it's signed by Gianna Michaels. <laughs> it's her personal copy. <laughs> Someone has sh- drawn a Sharpie over the picture of Kirby to look like her on the box. <laughs> right, they just drew tits, essentially, <laughs> on Kirby. That's all. They tried. They tried. <laughs> Uh, Kirby actually ends up looking like uh, Mega Man from the Mega Man <laughs> 1 box art. <laughs> uh, I've got uh, a, a couple other questions for you, Tyler. Tyler. Mm-hmm. Yes, Dave. If you were to give this game a beard that sums up mm-hmm. how you feel mm-hmm. about it, what kind of beard would you give it? I have to give this sort of the uh, the gelatinous frill beard of one Osmosis Jones. Osmosis Jones? <laughs> Man. Just because they're amoebas. Okay. Have you ever seen Osmosis Jones? I have not. I haven't either. Let's mm-hmm. do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the farmer's market and try to catch bombs and eggs in our mouth while we watch Osmosis <laughs> Jones on our phones. <laughs> I didn't even mean to make that rhyme. Oh, but it's perfect. Now we have to do it. That was Eddie Murphy, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's I'm Eddie Murphy. I'm pretty sure it was Eddie Murphy thing. I feel like that was like the point where people were like, oh, he's done? Uh, <laughs> okay, now I just, okay, we see what's going on. Okay, way to be raw, Eddie. 
<laughs> I think he just, you know, gay bashed enough on the stand-up specials. He's like, I think I need to do Osmosis Jones. That's Mosses? <laughs> Osmosis Jones. The Mossiest. The Osmosis Jones. <laughs> I need to do Osmosis Jones to like just cleanse the palate a little mm-hmm. bit. You know what I've heard actually on IMDb? That Osmosis Jones is just one big gay joke. Yes, yeah, I see it. <laughs> now that you say that, it's crystal clear. <laughs> Tyler, I've got another question for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you were to give this game a pair of glasses, that sums up how you feel about it. What kind of glasses would you give it? I would have to give this the the rarely seen spectacles, but from a show that reminds me a lot of Kirby, which is the the Frasier. The, the, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he does look. God, I've seen that sketch where it looks like if Kirby had absorbed Frasier Crane, he's got like a little mullet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that exists? I feel like I've seen oh, that somewhere. Oh, God. Yeah, we need to find that. Uh, but a show that kind of reminds me of Kirby, which would be the rarely seen glasses you see on Eureka in Eureka's castle. Oh, shit. I don't remember her glasses. She will occasionally put on glasses when she's like reading out of a spell book or something like that. Because Eureka's castle reminds me a lot of Kirby. It's just, really? It's just because it's cartoon. The like, characters, the cartooniness, yeah. the colors. Uh-huh. I don't know. They feel they feel very similar to me. I think Taryn will probably like that yep. reference that you yeah. just dropped because I know she's a big Eureka's Castle fan. Because what? As of just a few days ago, uh, Eureka's Castle debuted twenty years ago. Wow. Yeah. 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 I remember my sister watching that. I remember my sister watching that, and for some reason, I can't remember exactly why. Oh, uh, because it was a a gif about Steve from Blue's Clues saying something about tossing salad, uh, <laughs> and it was like. When I saw that GIF, it was like, oh my God. Like seeing something like my, I remember my sister watching when she was a kid and realizing that it's like standard definition. And it's just like, we are all going to die one day. This is all just, this is all just like a flicker. Dust in the wind. Yep. I mean, we are, every single one of us is just a candle just waiting to be snuffed out. We're all out. just Netscape navigators fucking lost in time. <laughs> yeah, right. Yep. Which remind I had a weird memory just float up into my head the other day of like right when I mean Brandon and I had just gotten gotten into the internet. Brandon of Axelay fame. Uh, Brandon of Axelay fame. Back yeah. when you were on Palace Chat. Yeah, exactly. It's during oh, this time. Dude, I can't believe I've never told you this before. And this doesn't belong on the <laughs> podcast, but it doesn't matter. Uh my creative director uh helped code for Palace Chat when it first oh, came fuck. out. I know, man, it blew my mind. I wanted to be like, dude, I said so much bad shit on Palace Chat. It's crazy. I tried I tried to cyber with so many quote unquote girls on Palace Chat. <laughs> it was ridiculous. And it was funny because he was like Can you give me some Tommy Hilfiger like shirts and <laughs> jeans for my avatar? Like if you code, like that'd be that'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm gonna walk in tomorrow and and be like, yo, dog, can you hook me up with all the fucking swag from uh, South Park Palace chat? <laughs> can you get me like a Dr. Seuss hat to put on, on my character and like the the newspaper that has a kitten on it and says kitty porn on it that you can hold in your hands? I don't remember that. Yeah. That's, that's funny. <laughs> all right. Oh. Oh, I interrupted you. I'm what sorry. What were you saying? Oh, oh Brand, Brandon's memory. Brandon. Right, right, right. That I remember being like we had just got on the internet and we were we were at church and we were talking to like um at at the time he was a, a young adult, he was probably in his late twenties, early thirties. Uh, he was like one of our Sunday school teachers, and Brandon and I were talking. We overheard him talk about just having gotten the internet. Brandon was like, "Oh man." Hey dog, you you you're on the internet. He's like, "Yeah, I am." He's like, "Oh, awesome, awesome. I got to test you though." What search engine? Do you, what search engine do you use? <laughs> and he went Yahoo. 
<laughs> but it was like, oh, yeah. He was giving like high fives and shit. <laughs> Not Ash Jeeves? Mm-mm. Not Webcrawler? Alta Vista? Yeah. Alta Vista. <laughs> Man, it's kind of crazy how like thinking about a pre-Google internet like yeah. just uh-huh. think it like that is very akin to me seeing the standard definition blues clues where it's like yeah. oh yeah there used to be things other than there was this thing other than do. google huh i can't other than like duck duck go i can't like name you another, another yeah. search engine that i've used in yep. the last mm. 10 years and i only use yahoo whenever malware gets installed on my computer <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> whenever you want it I remember I had to log in to play fantasy football. So. Oh yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Yahoo's. I'm not a big. I'm not a big Yahoo mm-hmm. fan. Um, because it's like, hey, in order to do this fantasy football well, I guess thing, there's Bing too. But yeah, I guess there is Bing, <laughs> uh, which is essentially like like crowdsource search results. Have, is that right? I have no idea. I have heard a rumor. They still Google's algorithm, from what I understand. Yes, all right. Mm-hmm. I, I've heard a rumor that Bing is really good for searching porn. And it probably is because the search results are kind of like crowdsourced, right? Because it's like, uh, who am I going to trust to find porn for me? Um, Google, never. Well, actually, I take it back. You can click on videos if you know exactly what you're looking for. Mm. Click on that video. Click on that videos link and then post it. But you just want a buffet. If you just yeah, you want a sample. Yeah, exactly. You just want a little plate. Like, I'll take a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I'll take a little bit of a. Let's look for a new fetish. Yeah, that's yeah. Let's find something new. Uh, it's a scary buffet where the longer you're in there, the more likely you're going to come out changed. I hit my cap. Let's get worse. Yeah, I feel like I need to take my perversion to a whole new level. Uh, which I mean, we're like, we're not, we're not gonna get into that. I've done that many times. <laughs> Many times. Uh, oh, never mind. I can't tell that story. <laughs> maybe, on a, maybe on a Patreon. Patreon. Episode. All right. Maybe done. on a Patreon done. episode, and if I can get permission uh, from Nikki. Okay. So, what were we talking about? Frasier. No, but my Brennan story. That's done. Okay. That's done. It's over. You got any more questions? I do have like ten more goddamn questions for you. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Are you ready? I am. I thought. Okay. So, a little warning before we get into this. Okay. This is by far 100% the absolute darkest quiz I have ever constructed. <laughs> this is not a joke. Mm-hmm. This is not I'm I'm serious. This I I got physically ill putting this quiz together. Mm, mm. Uh because believe it or not, there are a lot of grisly ass photographs that involve cannibalism on Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of them. And I guess I can post them in the show notes if you want to see them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but there are like, I was astounded by what was on there. Because I was like, this is just here on Wikipedia? Like there's just a table with some a Russian family and like decapitated heads on there. on Like just right in front of them. And there's like a kid, like, I don't know, like looks like he's scaling a fish, but it's a human. And it's like, what the fuck? Fuck, and then there's like there's all like black and white and grainy and shit, and it's like stuff you'd expect to find on like you know the subreddit like old school creepy, yeah. but it's like the next level of old school old creepy. school fucked up old school like yeah exactly <laughs> like not safe for life old school not <laughs> NSFLW uh, NSFL not safe for life work. <laughs> 
No, do not make this your life's work. <laughs> please don't. Uh, Dave, please don't spend an hour browsing cannibalism photographs on Wikipedia <laughs> while you put this quiz together. Uh, there's also another one. You'll of- get aroused at some point, and wires are going to be crossed, and it's not <laughs> right, going to be good. <laughs> You're dabbling. It's like the alarm going off in my mind. No, 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 no. No, no. It's, yeah, exactly. It's like the dean from Community, where it's like, this had better not awaken something inside of me. <laughs> Like, that's the biggest fear, right? It's like, God, please don't like, I don't want to see an image. I don't want to be going through and being like, oh, God, oh, huh, huh, uh, that one's not so bad. And then like I hit back and I'm like, oh, well, you know what? That, that one's not so bad. I, I, scaling a human probably be something Henry would like to do. Hitler didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> What's the big deal? <laughs> So uh, there's also another. Im- I just want to flood your. I want to flood your mind with imagery, if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. There's also this really uh, amazing photograph on Wikipedia of some Finnish soldiers. I think in World War II that are like. There's two of them, and they're like holding out stretched skins of like Russians that just like they're like, yep, they ate they they ate the meat but left the skin. <laughs> oh fuck! Yeah, it's gross. So are you ready to take this quiz? Uh-huh. Do you know why this is a cannibalism quiz? Because it's Kirby. Because yeah. it's Kirby. And Kirby, I don't think, technically is a cannibal. He's pretty fucking close. He's the closest thing we've got mm-hmm. in the Nintendo universe. Uh, I'm just saying that to get out in front of anybody saying Kirby's not a cannibal. He kind of is, and If he were to eat Meta Knight, then he would be. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, so this is a quiz called The Eating Quiz. <laughs> Are you ready? Creepypasta is it? Creepy pasta-ish enough. Yes. Well, the mood has been set. Goodbye, both of you. Goodbye, both <laughs> of you. I'm going to eat you while you sleep. <laughs> I'm going to crawl out of my crib, and me and under the under the bed, Henry, are going to come in and Ups- eat you. Henry from the upside down. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I wish I knew how to say Henry backwards. <laughs> Let's try it right now. Eat or not. No, don't eat me. <laughs> All right. Statement number one. We're doing this Dave style. I think – I know you listened to the last podcast on the mm-hmm. left, and I don't know how often they've dipped into cannibalism. Only when a serial killer does it. Okay. <laughs> so you're going to get at least two or three of these. Okay. All right. Statement number one. Only 48 – some of these are also very long. Okay. I just wanted to let you know. Give it to me. Uh, because I honestly – I did fall down the cannibalism rabbit hole, and it's like, oh, this is interesting. This this question is actually a paragraph. Uh, also, I'd like to move that this podcast exclusively become a cannibalism podcast. <laughs> I feel like we've really we've already hit the, the, we're, we've already gotten as good as we're going to get as far as like a video game podcast. So I feel like we need to take this in a darker direction. All right. Cannibalism podcast. Yeah. But think of a good name. Tadcom. Tadcom. <laughs> what Tyler and Dave cannibalize other men. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Tyler. Statement number one. Strap in for the dark journey. Uh, only 48 out of the 87 people in this group of California-bound migrants survived their trip by eating the dead for survival in the year of 1847. Ask that again. Only 48 out of the 87 people in this group of California-bound migrants survived their trip, and they did so by eating the dead for survival for, uh, in, in 1847. So name the group of the migrants? Name, name the group of people. Fuck, I have no clue. Uh, a joke could be made 
that they had an excellent dinner party. <laughs> I don't know. The Donner Party. Have uh, you heard of the Donner Party? Uh-uh. Well, that's, well, I probably have, but I have nothing's clicking. They um, essentially got hit with a weird snowstorm and uh, like a like a freak snowstorm, and they just ate each other because they they needed to live. Okay. Uh, which is also, let me share a little something I learned about cannibalism. Uh, that is called necro-cannibalism, is when you, you eat, eat someone who, a human who dead. is already dead. Okay. There we go. We're off to a great start for a new uh-huh. cannibalism podcast. <laughs> All right, statement number two. This 1972 chartered flight crashed in the Andes while carrying 45 people. After facing starvation in the remote snow-packed mountains, the last 16 survivors cut up the bodies of the dead passengers into bite-sized strips and then dried them in the sun to be eaten for more than two months after the crash. Every part of the human body that could be eaten was eaten. (laughs) Who? Who did that? (laughs) Who did did that thing? Am I naming the flight? Uh, you can name you can name whatever you want, but yeah, I'm looking for the flight. But there's a few other names that are accept that our judges, our panel of judges, will accept. Paula Abdul is one of those judges. <laughs> she left she she left that other show to join ours. Um, American HBO's Idol. Lost. HBO's <laughs> Lost. Oz <laughs> Lost. <laughs> uh, that is. I don't know how to say this. I know how to say mm-hmm. Uruguay. So mm-hmm. I'm going to say Uruguayan. Air Force Flight 571, or the, as it's known, the Andes Flight Disaster. Mm. Part of that crew was like an entire rugby team and their families. Uh, I, I know. Man. It was like a chartered flight and everything. Like, can you imagine? Can you imagine? I can't. So we're not flying or going to California. Oh, I'm not going <laughs> anywhere, man. I'm not going anywhere. Uh, number three. You ready? The sky is blue and all the leaves are green. That's the hint. Mm -hmm. An American prospector who attempted to travel through Colorado mountains during the peak of winter in 1874. He left with five men only to reach civilization alone where he confessed to cannibalism during his snowbound state in order to survive. He claimed that his party members killed each other to eat one another, but his story was called into question. He hid for, from justice for nine years, like an innocent man does, uh, before he was tried, convicted of murder, and sentenced to death. Uh, he did win retrial and was eventually sentenced to 40 years in prison for manslaughter. I personally know him from Matt St- I personally know him. Mm-hmm. We met. <laughs> yeah. We met in a dream in Henry's room <laughs> under Henry's crib. <laughs> uh I know this person from uh, Matt Stone and Trey Parker's 1993 musical, Cannibal, the musical. I remember seeing that with you and Brandon, but there's no way I could tell you his name. Alfred Packer. Mm. Alfred Packer. Number four. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I think it's good that you're not nailing these cannibalism <laughs> questions. <laughs> I, I'm like, I, I, really, I think that's a good thing. Number four. Also known as the Milwaukee Cannibal, this serial killer and sex offender committed the rape, murder, and dismemberment of 17 men and boys between the years 1978 and 1991. Many of his later murders involved cannibalism. Well, that can only be... Jeffrey Dahmer! Jeffrey Dahmer! That needs to be a sound drop. 
All right, number five. He, did, he did it all extremely drunk. Because <laughs> he had been an alcoholic his whole life, and one of his tactics was to outdrink his victims. Oh, yeah. damn. That's like some, like, that's like some spider's web kind of mm-hmm. shit. I knew I, you're going to get this one too. I know you are for sure. Because, like, as I was doing this, like, I know all the serial killer ones Tyler's got mm-hmm. because he listens to mm-hmm. Last Podcast on the Left. We're plugging them because they love our show. They oh, told us yeah. personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, we love, oh, God, we wish our show could be like yours. We are, we are one step away from them. How do you mean? Uh, J- Jacob. Jacob knows Henry Zabrowski. Really? Mm-hmm. Did I know that? He, he did. Your pretty little face is going to hell with Oh, him. okay. That makes sense. All right. Well, there we go. Number five, Tyler. You actually told me about this serial killer, I think, on this very show. I mm. could be wrong. This serial killer was also known as the Gray Man, the Werewolf of Wisteria, the Brooklyn Vampire, oh, the fuck. Moon Maniac, and the Boogeyman. He was a child rapist and cannibal who boasted that he, quote, had children in every state, unquote. Mm. He was executed by electric chair in 1936. Mm-hmm. Put needles and shit in his asshole. Oh, fuck. Well, that's, I mean, that's the most normal thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. That I've, <laughs> that I've compared to any of this. Oh, fuck. What is his name? Damn it. I have children in every state and a needle in every orifice <laughs> in my body. Yep. <laughs> oh, give me a hint. I can't think of his name. Um, This type of creature has a cloaca. <laughs> Speaking of holes with which you could put needles in. Oh, man. It's the last creature that I mentioned has a cloaca that lives underwater all the time. Albert Fish. Albert Fish. (laughs) Ding, 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 ding. Correct. Good job. Tyler, number six. Let's lighten things up a little bit. Yeah, all right. (laughs) These two German children were kidnapped by a cannibalistic witch living deep in a house constructed of cake and confectionery <laughs> deep in the forest. Hansel and Gretel. That is correct. That is Hansel and Gretel. Very good. And you said it way better than I did. Number seven. Are you enjoying this quiz? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. This titan castrated and overthrew his father and ruler of the universe, Uranus. After learning that his own sons were destined to overthrow him, he devoured all of his children in an attempt to prevent the prophecy. Oh, shit. Because he, he eats all of them but Zeus. Um, Correct. Fuck. His weapon is a scythe that was used to cut up his own body. Correct. Man. And I can't think of his name. Would you like a hint? Yep. Think about time. Cronus. Cronus is correct. We also would Cronus. Uh, I think it's spelled Cronus, but I think it's pronounced Cronus. Because he's, he's the main villain in the first five Percy Jackson novels. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Uh, we also would have accepted Saturn. Uh, Saturn in in Roman Roman. mythology. Uh, Number eight. Very good, Tyler. A Canadian sculptor and artist who publicly first ate the flesh of another person in 1988. Because England does not have a specific law against cannibalism, he legally ate a canapé. Canapé? Canapé? Is that how you say that? C-A-N-A-P-E. Uh-huh. Canapé. An appetizer. <laughs> of, yeah, an hors d'oeuvre. Hors d'oeuvre. <laughs> of donated human tonsils. He ate this in public in London. When he tried, oh, I'm sorry, a year later in London, he publicly ate a slice of human testicle. 
when he tried to do the same thing in Vancouver, the testicle was confiscated and he was charged with publicly exhibiting a disgusting object. (laughs) Eventually, this charge was dropped and he ate that testicle on the steps of the Vancouver courthouse. (laughs) Tony's Uncle Wayne. Tony's Uncle Wayne. (laughs) Is it on the board? (laughs) Ding! Number four answer. The number one answer (laughs) is Rick Gibson. Uh That is one I did not expect anybody to get. I didn't know that, but it was too good of a fucking story mm, yeah. to not fucking tell. Melissa and I have watched so much Family Feud recently. Oh, really? Because we've like, been watching Family Feud and Match Game because they're all on oh, Amazon Prime. Oh, really? Yeah. How, like the old Family the Feuds? Old oh, my God. Yeah, Richard Dawson kissing everybody. Oh, my. Yeah. I didn't know those were on mm-hmm. there. I might stop streaming. You're <laughs> <laughs> streaming yourself watching Match Game. You know, I'm Play not, along with everybody. I'm not going to lie. Uh, because of a movie I heard about on a podcast called uh, 302010, which is part of the Laser Time Network, um, I was turned on to a movie called, oh God, what was it called again? Hell Comes to Frogtown, uh, <laughs> which is another good ass, uh, I assume it's good, but it's another uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper joint, like oh, They yeah, Live, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where he plays a guy named Hell, and he literally goes to a town with f- frog people in it, uh, and... <laughs> kills a bunch of them and it's like the moment i knew this because i had never known i didn't know this was a thing and it's like i want to watch this and i want to watch this with fellow tad poglodites mm-hmm. uh so maybe once we're done watching that we can do family feud fuck yeah <laughs> <laughs> number nine tyler you're doing extremely well number nine you can still you're, <laughs> you're still in this game you can still win it also known as the rotenberg cannibal this German, I butchered that. That's that's not how you say it. The Rotenberg cannibal. This German computer repair technician achieved international notoriety after killing and eating a voluntary victim whom he had found via the internet. Uh, after he and the victim jointly attempted to eat the victim's severed penis, uh, he killed his victim and proceeded to eat a large amount of his flesh. I feel like I've heard this story, but I can't. I don't know his name. Armin Mivas. Mm. This not. is scary because it happened after the internet was a thing. So, this, yeah. yeah. That's what's scary. I mean, all of it is scary, but like that is the scariest thing where it's like, oh, this happened in my lifetime. Mm. Of course it did because they both ate the penis, right? <laughs> I feel like if it was like an 1800s thing, only one of them would have eaten the penis. But it's like, I don't know, man. Uh, I mean, uh, we're very big in the Vore community. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> Yeah, we are now. (laughs) Number 10, Tyler. The last question on the eating quiz. A cannibal monster or evil spirit native to the northern forests of the Atlantic coast and Great Lakes region of the United States and Canada. It may appear as a monster with characteristics of a human or a spirit who has possessed a human being and ma- not a human being uh, and made them become monstrous. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is historically associated with cannibalism and lends its name to a controversial modern medical term for a culture-bound syndrome with symptoms such as an intense craving for human flesh and fear of becoming a cannibal. A Wendigo? A Wendigo, Wendigo. is correct. Just also, goes X-Men until Miller. dawn. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I watched Brainy watch Markiplier play through that whole <laughs> game. That. There's so many levels. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. 
All right. I I don't know about that you, was but, good. but I enjoyed that. That was educational. That was like that was well worth the hour I spent putting that together. <laughs> like I just fell down that fucking rabbit hole, man, where it was just like, who else ate somebody? <laughs> <laughs> oh, look how this guy did it. This is great. He did it to like make an artistic statement. I mean, I guess. <laughs> That guy, um, the guy who ate the testicles publicly, mm-hmm. uh, Rick Gibson, uh, also Gibson guitars, Gibson, same guy, Gibson guitars, yeah. <laughs> Gibson. <laughs> turns people into Gibson guitars. <laughs> uh, I was also known for making um, ear- Gibson. I don't know Gibson. <laughs> uh, also known for making earrings out of fetuses. True. All right. There you go. All right. There you go. Well, we're way long. Good. So. Cool. So you want to take calls? Nope. Okay. <laughs> well, I've got to go to the bathroom. But I got a new cable and everything. We, That's we true. got a new cable. That's true. I'm kidding. Yeah. I, uh, I'm kidding. We should end it so you can <laughs> use the bathroom. Yep. Sorry. So you can go eat a human. That hot sauce. Yeah. <laughs> go ran right through me. I he see, ran through me. I see your rock hard erection poking <laughs> through your lap pillow. <laughs> Lifting after. up the table. Yeah. <laughs> Just pour a little hot sauce on there. <laughs> <laughs> Pour it in there. Yeah, just make a little hot. Just make a little hot dog. I can taste the pineapple in it. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. You found the show on. Don't I- worry. I hope you eat it. Just, mm, mm. <laughs> iTunes, uh, not SoundCloud anymore. So not SoundCloud. iTunes, Stitcher, and now YouTube. almost half our episodes. I think I think uh, executive producer Janie put up around two hundred. So thank you on YouTube. Thank you, executive producer Janie. We really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel yet, please, we urge you to. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need like a hundred to get like a custom URL. Yeah. Hey, do you have hot stuff you want to send us? Because thank you again, Joey. That was yes, fucking great. Thank you, young Padawan Joey. Yeah. Uh, you can send that to Tadbog Studios, care of Nicole Nance, PO Box three seven eight five, Paducah, Kentucky four two zero zero two. Uh, I've got it, uh, an Instagram, Tadbog underscore podcast. I need to put some stuff on there. Um, and if you want a shirt, yeah, Tadbog yeah. shirts. Shirt, 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 shirt. shirt, shirt, shirt. shirt. There you go. Thank, thank, you for, <laughs> thank you for indulging me. That's shirts.tadbog.com. Yes. The exclusive link to Amazon where you, the only place you can get a non-bootleg shirt. Bootleg shirts aren't cool. Like, I mean, everyone told you that they are cool, but they're they're not. I mean, they are, but as long as they're not ours. I mean, yeah, they're they're cool as long as we're not like a, a mega corporation. Yeah, they're cool as long, right, exactly. As long as they're Simpsons related, they're really cool. Yeah. Or or Garnfield. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on Facebook if you want. Uh, just search for Tadpog. Uh, give us a like, even if you're not on Facebook. Make an account and like us on Facebook. Uh, how about that? Uh, you can also find us on Twitter. We are at Tadbog underscore podcast. I done goofed and forgot to tweet uh, our episode announcement for this past week. So sorry about that. Uh, we promise we did an episode on Kid Icarus, but mm-hmm. you wouldn't have known if you only follow <laughs> us on Twitter. Uh, so I'm going to do a good job this week and make sure to put this cannibal <laughs> episode all over the internet. Uh, so thank you everybody for uh, retweeting uh, and all that good stuff. Uh, you can also give us a call if you want at 270-883-2555. We got a new cable to connect my phone to the soundboard, so now we can do the things again without having static and blowing our eardrums out. Uh, we're also uh, on Patreon. Hey, did you enjoy this? Did you enjoy all of this mm-hmm. talk about um, 
blow bangs and <laughs> cannibalism, the, the skins of uh, German soldiers. Did you enjoy all that? If you did and would like to reward us with money, you can do that uh, at patreon.com slash tadpog. Uh, if you donate like a dollar, that gives you access to uh, a monthly bonus episode and all of the bonus episodes that we've done in the past, uh, where I promise we do get... Uh, I'd say probably a little more uh, blue than we do on the regular show. Yep, yeah, I would certainly agree. Probably a fair statement. Um, the most recent one we did was the year in review with uh, Wiz and Sage Ian and Captain Gunner John Turley, uh, where we are all drunk. So there you go. Uh, if you want to do that, if you want to catch that, go to patreon.com. Uh, I'd like to thank Sean Reynolds uh, from Patreon for recently increasing his pledge. Thank you, Sean. We really appreciate mm. it. And uh, Logan Burrell. Uh, Logan, thank you very much for increasing your donation. Hell yeah. Uh, it is our New Year's resolution to come up with new rewards for those of you who are donating more than the dollar, because mm-hmm. there are a lot of you who are doing that, and you deserve uh, more stuff, extra yep. stuff. Yep. So it is, Tyler and I have talked about, this is our resolution. Our official. Yeah, it's official. We're committed solution. to it. We are going to, we're going to figure out more rewards for you guys. Mm-hmm. Next up, we're talking about uh, Mario Brothers. That is the next, that is the next game mm-hmm. alphabetically on the NES Classic. Mario Brothers. Not super. Not super Mario Brothers. That mini game you played in Mario 3 whenever someone will try to pass you and you're playing two-player. Yep. That thing. That one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're going to have lots of game content, I'm oh, sure, to talk oh, about. Oh, man, yeah. Ooh, <laughs> ooh. I joke, but I'm sure I'll come prepared with a bunch <laughs> of dry, boring-ass Mario <laughs> <laughs> trivia for everybody. But maybe I'll have a quiz about um, child abdu- abduction yeah. at the end. Yeah, <laughs> we're just general plumbing. <laughs> oh, there we go. All right. Perfect. I'm going to learn about plumbing. I'm going to I'm going to interview a, a grandmaster plumber and learn about valves and flaps and so shit. So where did you jam plumbing? Exactly. Right, yeah. Did you just how long did you unattended macro to get this to 100? How many pipe bombs did you have to make to get your plumbing to 100? Exactly. Let's be realistic. All my questions would be about how much poop have you seen? <laughs> <laughs> Were you ever like just installing a toilet and then like just a bunch of poop came out and of And you're it. like, ick. <laughs> Yuck. Man, gross. Mm-hmm. Not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be, okay, fine. Scatological quiz. <laughs> Is it all Scatman Carruthers related questions? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, or our theme song is Moves. Only to that can be found in the show notes at tadpog.com. Yes. Move by Sycamore Drive. Did I say that or just say Moves? Move by Sycamore Drive. Yes. How you want to close this one out, Dave? Uh, like a favorite cannibal. Okay. It's hard to have a favorite cannibal. Uh, it's true. You ready? Yep. All right. Tropical, Tropical Capricorn. Capricorn. Who are you? Uh, the cannibal that uh, from Red Dead Redemption that John Oh, yeah, the guy in the graveyard? Yeah. The necro cannibal. Yeah. <laughs> I was Rudy, my D&D character from your game. He Fuck was a yeah. cannibal. Fuck yeah, he was. <laughs> cannibal, he's cannibal. Bonesmith. You gonna test? Am I looking good? Saying words into a microphone to make waves on a computer go up and down? So and so so. Yeah. Is that pretty much how you're going to talk? I don't know. <laughs> talk talk how you think you're going to talk. I mean, I want to say I'm going to talk like this. Uh-huh. Thinking I don't know. Probably. Probably about like this. Okay. Depending on how energized I get. Right. <laughs>
How energized do you think you're going to get? Probably about like this. Probably about like probably, that. Probably, I mean, one like, about like this right here is probably the bit that Max is going to get. So, like, somewhere between Chris Rock and uh, Gilbert Gottfried? Yep. 